Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I am Franchi Pearson, and welcome to my channel. It is September 14th, September 14th of 2023, and I have 9.45 in the a.m. Pray you guys have a lovely day. We have almost 70 degrees here in Chicago, and I love that. Might take DQ for a walk. How about that? Roof, roof in the house. People, people, people. I have said it before, and I'm going to say it again. Chicago is a targeted city. Chicago is a targeted city. What do I mean by that? Chicago has been chosen, in my humble opinion, by the powers to go through a transformation, a gradual transformation. And it was not allowed to grow in the natural form. I believe that the powers mapped out certain spots of Illinois, that is with the governor and the mayor and the city planners, and they ensured that the south side and the west side would never grow and match the downtown or the outskirts of Illinois. Because I have lived here all my life, no one can tell me or make me believe anything different. The social planners went hard at work and they maintained it. I've talked about it before in terms of the drugs and the violence. Those are two of many tools that the powers that be have utilized along with redlining, discrimination, and under economic development. And I believe when it comes down to the immigration issue now, that was part of the reason why. Because there are a lot of vacant lots, a lot of vacant land. And you probably heard about it, not only in Chicago, but other big cities where you have the big retailers. I'm not going to name the names, but big retailers are closing up. And they're saying because of the economy, and they're also saying because of theft. Again, I don't believe that because these big businesses, they're billionaires, they're billionaires. So they can afford security, they can deter anything they want at any time they want. There's a technology to handle all types of theft. So don't give me this thing about a band of people coming in, stealing merchandise. This is being allowed because again, it hurts the economy. Nobody's going to be going shopping in areas where they don't feel safe. It's just common sense. When I ran restaurants, I had customers stay with me for years. But as the environment changed, they're like, Pearson, I don't come out in the evening because I'm scared. I don't bring my family out to your restaurant on Saturday and Sunday because I'm scared of the, of the neighborhood. The social planners know that. They feel the pulse. They know how people are. So let me get specific. What I believe what has happened in Chicago, you can take this and apply this to just about any big city. Chicago worked in phases. A few, over a decade plus ago, we had Rahm Emanuel. Rahm Emanuel made Chicago a sanctuary city, a sanctuary city. 
Then he introduced a whole lot of other things, including what? The bike trails. And I talked about that last week. The bike trails were made for, to me, the 15 minute cities. Because once gas goes up and everything else is affected, you won't need your car as much, ride your bike. So to me, he was working for the powers. The bike lanes are here, all the way downtown and all throughout Chicago. Chicago had to be retrofitted, so to speak. You can't have bikes in these different sites. People getting hit every day, it's ridiculous. But they got them. Then the bike company, I believe uh, is a foreign company, is a foreign company where they actually, you can rent bikes, you can buy bikes every day to enjoy them for, for whatever use. So he put this plan in place. This is the introduction mayor. He started the welcoming for the migrants, sanctuary city. Then we had Lori Lightfoot. What did she do? She continued the process of the introduction. How did she get up in there? Black, female, and then she utilized her, in my humble opinion, her non-traditional femininity to attract a vote. That's just what I believe. Um, she knew exactly what she was doing. She knew she'd be a one-time mayor because her, her job was to destroy things, literally destroy. Black Lives Matter, Antifa, they tore up the city under her administration. A lot of police officers left the force because they could not do what they used to do, and that is police the way they're supposed to. Take for example, Lakeshore Drive right now in Chicago. It's like a race, it's like a racetrack now. In 2017, 2018, if you went over 50 miles an hour, 45 miles an hour, you got a ticket. Now the police are nowhere to be around. So, and that thing, that pattern has, has stayed. So she's a destroyer. She let these groups tear up the city and she let the vandalism continue. But then she was responding saying, we need to, I'm gonna have these police. It's all about prevention. She didn't do that. And now we have Mayor Brandon Johnson. He's the one to implement everything in relation to the New World Order plan for the smart cities, in my humble opinion. Right now they have a $538,000 budget shortfall. $538 billion, $538, sorry, million, $538 million shortfall. When he got in office, it was 85 million, right? That's what they say. But that's the, back, that's the background. They're doing it in phases. The mayors were placed in there. They weren't 
running to be elected. They were running because they had a role to play. Again, that's my humble opinion. So yeah, we have mayor in phases. And now they want to implement a program where they house the migrants in these giant tent cities, which I'm predicting will be for us. And they're placing them right now as we speak to plan on the South Side of Chicago. Now, here's the thing. Brandon Johnson is trying to keep his campaign pledge to not go up on city taxes. It's not gonna work because he's already said, just like the mayor of New York, there's gonna to have to be a cut, cut back on city services. If X amount of people lose their job, then there's less money going into the kitty. Now I got less money to run everything. So it's a domino effect backwards. You follow what I'm saying? So who are they fooling? The problem that happens is that the federal government is sending these migrants over and they have money to spend that. But yet when they get here, there's no coordinator. That's what they're saying in the news, there's no coordinator and there's no plan in place. And then you have the mayors playing good cop and bad cop. So you have the governors and mayors in different cities busting them here in Chicago because we are the sanctuary city. And Brandon Johnson is saying, well, I didn't know all these folks was coming all that. Trust me, they knew. They're playing good cop, bad cop. And that's exactly what the New York mayor is doing too. Him and the governor, to me, they're all the same. They all work, they've all signed up for the New World Order people to make America in part third world. And in Chicago, they wanna collapse the North side where a lot of money is, and they wanna turn it into like a Gary, Indiana. Go back, anybody understand? Cause I was a newspaper reporter at the time I, and I interviewed the late, uh, the first black mayor of Gary, Indiana, Richard Gordon Hatcher. The trend is always this. When the city reaches that last phase or next to the last phase, they stick a black person in position to gut it out like the medicine goes down well. And to me, that's why Brandon Johnson is in the mayor's seat just like Lori Lightfoot was in the mayor's seat. They put him there on purpose to give you the I have overcome, I have a dream type feel, but yet they're destroying your country. They're destroying your, your city. So people, that's been the plan. I don't care what nobody say. Uh, the aldermen, you're gonna find out, don't have any power when it comes down to allocating money or stopping the mayor from what he wants to do in relation to the federal government. That's a dictator at that point when your mayor can make a decision without the alderman representing the people. I'm gonna show you a video. That's exactly what's happening in Chicago. They put these things on the books for this moment. It was a plan, phase one, phase two, phase three, which means we should have had a campaign promise whereby you cannot bring people over like this just because Washington, D.C. Isn't, isn't upholding the law. 
and it should have been stuck to. But again, you're choosing somebody black, you're trusting them. Just, I'm just keeping it real. That's, that's what people are doing. They, they're trusting. Uh, to me, that means the five Ds were in operation. Delay, deny, uh, dispute, derail, and then destroy. The goal is to destroy big cities like Chicago and New York. Uh, Mayor Adams, uh, I believe that's his name, Mayor Adams from New York, that's what he said. Um, New York will be destroyed if we don't get things done quote unquote right. That's the goal, to destroy it and hand it over in a different form to the New World Order planners. That's the goal. Uh, the first migrants came to Chicago, two plus, well, God knows how long, how many years ago, but now we're bulging. And again, we have $538 million deficit. The mayor has dictatorial powers, say it again. He has dictatorial powers and he's gonna have to implement, like other big cities, cost-cutting measures, cost-cutting measures. And eventually, to me, taxes will go up. They'll figure out a way to do it. And they'll have to get you to take the medicine, people. It is what it is. Let's look at a couple of videos right quick. America, migrant costs have thrown nearly every forecasted budget proposal out the window. It has changed the game. There are still some good stories to tell budgetarily inside this building. Tourism, hotel numbers up pretty healthy over last year. But that number you mentioned, a deficit of $538 million. Aldermen say it is jaw-dropping, and they're impressed. The talk of property tax increases to pay for it remain off the table. Didn't imagine it'd be over half a billion. Um, that shocked you. It did. That's a big number. The big number atop the mayor's 2024 budget forecast is driven, he says, by several factors, including rising personnel, pension, and contractual costs, as well as the cost to care for new migrants arriving to the city. We dug into the numbers, and on page 13 here, under special event projects, see that $200 million? That is the forecasted cost for migrants in Chicago for all of next year. The... So you see the cost. Now, there was a uh, meeting in Roseland, the south side of Chicago, I believe yesterday. And it looks like they chose a small edifice because you had people stretched out almost a half a block long outside of the church. They couldn't get in to voice their opinion. Go figure. Uh, they're protesting the development of a tent city, so to speak, where the migrants can be held on 114th or 115th in Halsted in Chicago. And of course, blacks are like, we've had enough. You're cutting back on city, city services already. You're not letting the developer create housing and development for business. And now you're gonna use that space for the migrants so they had a meeting about it yesterday, so listen to this. Had the same question. Is there a tent base camp coming to 115th and Halstead? At first, the alderman said, not likely. Then he said, not promised. At this time, it is not likely that a tent 
or migrants, asylum seekers, will be housed at that site. The site in question, 115th and Halstead, a huge empty parking lot that our sources say is a proposed location for a base camp for migrants capable of housing 1,400 people. This is a decision that is made in between the mayor's office and the owners of the site. Mayor Brandon Johnson met with Alderman Ronnie Mosley last week to talk about it. To be clear, the mayor doesn't have to ask permission. The decision is not necessarily one with the alderman. Which is one reason why when news broke... Can you believe that? Did they put that type of law in the books? Average citizen doesn't even know that? That's a dictator. We're supposed to be America. You vote an alderman in, but you don't have a voice? You vote an alderman in, and the mayor is the dictator? That's why I say it's, it's, it, it's all planned. It's go, everybody's going through a phase. The only difference between overseas coup d'etat and America is that they use an intellectual legislative policy move. That's the only difference I see. The plan is the plan is the plan. Now, who do we put in there to work the plan? What laws, what policies do we put on the books so when we need to extract from it to get the agenda done, we can use it. Can you spell cons a C? Huh? I don't want to say the word get in trouble, but can you spell that? Let me spell it for you. Yeah. Can you spell that? Because that's what it is to me. Don't you sit up here and watch this news and not interpret it right. The governors and the mayors have signed up for the new world order. The majority of them. I've been watching this for 40 something years. I got books ordered in probably half of you guys on this. They're creating, it's a new paradigm. And these are phases they're going through. It's all done on purpose, people. It's all done on purpose. They know exactly what they're doing. Just because the face look like you don't mean they're about you. The mayor says this gap is driven by several factors, including rising personnel, pension, and calculation cost, as well as the cost to care for the new migrant arriving to the city. This is what Brandon Johnson is saying. That's what he's faced with. But he inherited, according to reports, a $85 million deficit. Now has $538 million, which means a problem. That's a, that's a big problem. Where he gonna get the money from? Mayor Lori Lightfoot already sold the bridge on the Skyway. Mayor Daly, decades ago, sold off the parking meters. 
Like I said before, how are you gonna make America great if you don't own nothing? The parking meters are owned by a, owned by a foreign country. Uh, foreign country. Chicago's parking meters are owned by a foreign country. I already did a video on it. This is what we're dealing with, people. We're living lies. $20 million, what, $200 million? $200 million for what? Special event projects? Which one is that? Yeah, special events projects. In other words, illegals. I'm gonna go there for a second. What happened to the people's projects? And specifically out in Roseland, they were gonna develop housing and businesses. What about the black people's project? See, they're playing games. They know what they're doing. How you go from 85 mil to 538 mil in debt? That's crazy. So that's his budget, 2024 budget. It's the games that they play. And it's done gradual. Pacify you, bring in a new mayor, switch a rule, finish off and, 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 and just finish off the kill. And like I said, eventually, those little concentration camps they're building, those, those are, for, those are for, for us. So the black community has become the new dumping ground. I don't know any other way to say it. It's a dumping ground in a sense because they're implementing, I could literally show you pictures because I jog a lot and it's, it's on Lakeshore Drive here in Chicago. Between the homeless and the migrants, it looks third world. It's ghetto, garbage everywhere, liquor bottles everywhere, people who need mental health issues. They, they, they need mental health, and now you're bringing all the illegals over. This is to drive us into that new world order. Again, we went from the introduction to destruction and now to implementation. And this is where we're at, people. The gangs and the drugs, all that was brought in on purpose. So they could have a wasteland, so in, so in the future, they could dump the illegals starting in the black neighborhood. That's been the plan. These mayors, just because they look like us, these aldermen, just because they look like us, I'd say all the mayors, I'd say majority of the mayors and majority of the governors of the United States, they know about the New World Order plan and they've signed on to it because they know that the goal is that America doesn't exist anymore. This is a one world system that they're putting in place. And the argument I throw at them is that, how is it that the mayor has dictatorial powers? If you elect the alderman and he has no voice, that means you're a dictator all day. Put in the comment section, tell me what you think. Tell me what's happening in your city. Are you fed up with it? And I can imagine myself being a white person seeing it. You don't want to be labeled as a racist or a bigot. 
and I get it. I'm not a racist and bigot, but I feel just like white folks do about this immigration thing. We empathize with what they went through. When was the last time America took care of their own? That's not being a bigot, that's not being a racist. That's just common sense. Plus it's your tax dollars. When your tax dollars get up and sprout feet and walk and got a mouth to talk, but yet it's a muzzle on it because your alderman can't represent you, that's a problem all day. My name is Franchise Pearson. Give me your opinion. If you like the work, thumbs up, send out the algorithm, make people think. We're going to have to hold on, people. Fight this thing. Don't let go of your faith and your patriotism. And don't let go of God's unchanging hand. Praise the Lord for Jesus. At some point, it's got to come because they're pressuring us. The goal is a new world order. It won't be nice. I am not monetized. It's rough in the summer months. If you can help me out in the description, I'll have a cash app, a Venmo, a PayPal, and a Zelle. If you want to mail a love offering, email me. I'll get the address. Be safe. Be wise. Praise the Lord.